Grab a drink and have a seat. It's time to chat with the hottest new artists and songwriters around. This is Backport Sippin' with Lindsay. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Back Porch Sippin'. Joining me this week, Tennessee native Ethan Eskew. Now, you may have not heard the name yet, but I've been keeping my eye on him for a while, and you're going to want to do the exact same. I'm getting ready to play Ethan's latest single. You're going to fall in love with it just like I did, because you know I'm a sucker for those breakup songs. This is Too Far Gone by Ethan Eskew. Text with a good night kiss Staying up to talk about your day Well, I never thought we would be like this But out of the blue, we were such a mess We started fighting more and touching less Gotten good to keep your distance And I hate it cause, baby, I miss us Don't know if I from White House, Tennessee. So I grew up kind of in the Nashville area. I grew up about, it's about 25 minutes from downtown Nashville. So I've always kind of been 
big in the country, but I, I went to school at White House, you know, and, and ended up going to college after a few years. Went to uh, Lindsey Wilson, played baseball there for a few years up until uh, COVID in 2020. And that was the kind of the end of my baseball career once COVID hit and they shut us down early. Then after that, I decided to move back um, to now I live in, in the Gulletsville area. So I live about 20 minutes from downtown now. Um, and just decided to, you know, I wanted to try out the music thing, try out the songwriting thing. And, uh, now I'm selling cars <laughs> right now. That's just kind of what I'm doing as a full-time job. Hopefully the songwriting stuff will work out eventually, but right now I'm just kind of selling cars and trying to chase the dream, I guess you could say. <laughs> I feel like we all have like a day job that we're like, you know, I mean, it works for now. Right. Absolutely. So what'd you go to school for? So I went to school for business communication, which is basically a sales degree. I guess you could say the one of the one of the degrees people say that, you know, that's just an athlete's degree. It's something easy you can do while you're playing sports. <laughs> well, I guess that works out then. So do you like your job? Yeah, I, you know, I, I enjoy it. Um, the only downfall of it all is just the schedule is real, real weird to work a lot of weekends. But it also opens the door to a lot of weekdays off where I get to go right and uh so I'll have, you know, two weekdays off usually, and I'll try to double and triple book myself. Um, so that way I'm still writing five to six times a week. Were you able to graduate or like with COVID and everything, was it like super weird? I ended up graduating. It was weird because I guess, let me think, February, I think it was mid-February, They kind or no, it was mid-March. They, uh, they told us, you know, everybody has to go off campus. We're going to go online for the rest of the year. So it was kind of hard transitioning from, you know, being in the classroom every day to going back home and trying to stay focused. And that way you'd finish out and graduate. I'm doing it all online. Right. Yeah. Me and online schooling, it's it's not a thing. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> no, yeah. It is very, very difficult to try to stay focused, especially because I was, I was working at the time too. And plus doing the whole school thing. So was it hard for you to leave baseball behind? I'd say yes and no. You know, I'd had rotator cuff surgery Oh, my wow. junior season uh, going into my senior year. Um, so I kind of wasn't the same anyway. I was a pitcher and that's, that's a pretty hard surgery to come back from, you know, as a pitcher. So I was kind of, I was kind of done anyway. Um, and I, you know, I was ready to kind of move back here and, and just get things kind of started as far as, you know, the real world life. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, so it, it wasn't too hard, but I, there are a lot of times that I really miss it, but I knew it was kind of time to hang up the cleats whenever it happens. So, Who's your favorite baseball team? Uh, I'm a huge Braves fan. Huge Braves fan. That makes sense. I feel like when I moved here, everybody was like, Braves or die. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right, yeah. There's players. not a lot of options, yeah. Right. <laughs> Talk to me about growing up. Who, who'd you listen to? Who were like some of your influences? That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> so I would definitely say... You know, because the, the weird thing is, like, I, you know, I, I grew up in Nashville and I remember listening to a lot of country music, listening to early like Jason Aldean, listening to real early, you know, Kenny Chesney, Tim McGraw. Like that was kind of because that was what was on the radio at, at the time. But, um, you know, my parents or my mom, you know, was real big into and, and you may not know 107.5 is like it's the river or whatever is the radio station. And on the way to school every morning, my mom would either listen to that or the Bobby bone show on 97.9, big 98 or whatever. But I was real big into like alternative rock, like, like Nickelback and Hinder and those kind of bands. But, um, not until I'd say middle school, I went back, I kind of 
really started really listening to country. And I picked back up the whole Jason Aldean thing, and I was a big Brantley Gilbert fan and, and all that. So I would say biggest influence growing up was probably – I would say Jason Aldean when I was growing up, for sure. That's a it's an A plus answer. I am right. obsessed with Jason Aldean. <laughs> if you had to describe your music to someone, how would you describe it? Well, I would say, you know, at, at this point in where I'm at with my music, I've, I've really taken the writer side of it more than I have the artist side, and I really enjoy the writer side. And I and I also, I mean, I enjoy the artist side and playing out of writer's rounds. I haven't really done much touring or anything like that, but I would say, you know, my writing style and kind of stuff I come out with, I've kind of got that mix of, you know, that alternative rock stuff that I grew up on plus the country. So I range anywhere from like a, you know, I'll write a bunch of Luke Combs stuff. I might sing that kind of Luke Combs vibe, but I might also lean towards like a, Morgan Wallen, Hardy, Ernest, you know, kind of pop country or rock country kind of feel to it. It just, it, it depends on who's in the room at the time, I guess you could say with, yeah. with writing and then what kind of stuff just hits me as far as ideas it just depends. How old were you when you wrote your first song? Um, I was 16 and I, yeah, I wrote it by myself. I didn't start doing the co-writing thing until August of last year. So I just oh, wow. you know, I've been doing the, Nashville co-write scene since last August but yeah so I was no I was 15 it was it was Christmas Christmas when I was 15 I wrote my first song oh yeah who'd you play it for first I think yeah my parents and my grandparents um oh. yeah because I remember I think I'd wrote it a little bit before Christmas and then on like Christmas Eve I remember we were all hanging out as a family and I like brought out my guitar and was like listen to this like I just I thought, I thought this was pretty cool and and they, you know, kind of right away were like, oh, well, that's awesome. You should keep trying to practice on that. Because obviously I didn't think I was, I don't probably wasn't very good back then. That song, I don't even remember the name of the song, but um, <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't very good. Well, they get better every year. I think that's what they uh -huh. say. That's right. <laughs> so what does your songwriting process look like if you're going into a, a co-write? Like, are you trying to bring the ideas or do you kind of just go in with like an open mind? You know, this past year, a lot of times, because I feel like, you know, I'm so new into it. Um, mm -hmm. I try my best and especially because I've gotten into some, I feel like I've, I've, I've been really fortunate to get into some good rooms with some people. I try to bring at least three to four ideas every single time um, that, that I just got in my back pocket. But I'm also very open to whatever everyone else throws out because with the writing process, you know, we all sit down and we go, okay, what does everybody got? And everybody throws out their ideas. And then we just go with whatever one everybody's kind of feeling. Um, and that's been the process pretty much every, every ride I've gone into. Do you have a group of writers that you really like writing with or just really anybody? I'm starting to get my group of guys that I really enjoy writing with and that I write with on a consistent basis. Like every two weeks, I'll write with the same kind of group. But I'm very open to, you know, you know, trying out new people. Cause you just never know what's, who's going to, you know, who's going to bring in a great idea or anything, but I'd say I've got two or three groups. I really like enjoy riding with. Um, I, I write a lot with Hayden Kaufman and Drake Freeman, um, who I wrote better off with. And then, um, I've really liked riding with a guy named Presley Aaron, who's new to town and Liam Stolle. Um, me and them two really write good and Cole Bradford, um, and I really enjoy riding with Hunter Jordan. Uh, me and him have been riding a bunch lately. And then I just kind of 
you know, I've been riding with as many new people as I can too, but I would say those are the consistent groups that I keep coming back to, um, that we have a consistent schedule that we, that we write constantly with. Very cool. All great yeah. guys for sure. Yeah. Do you have a favorite artist right at the moment? Favorite artist? Um, like just in general, it doesn't have to be like specifically country or anything. Um, I would say, you know, I'm right now. I'm just I did anything Morgan Wallen comes out with. I really <laughs> enjoy um, anything Hardy comes out with. Just because in my in my writing style, I'm I'm a big you know Hardy Hardy does the kind of rock country stuff, but he also does you know where he does a lot of internal rhyming in his stuff. So I really enjoy his songwriting craft and listening to him as an artist and the stuff that he comes out with, with Morgan. Um, those would be like my mainstream guys. And then, but I, I mean, I love enjoying listening to my buddies too. Like there's a lot of guys that, you know, are in the up and coming scene in Nashville that are really good. I mean, Hayden Kaufman's a prime example, you know, that's kind of blowing up on TikTok and been an overnight guy. And then I really enjoy a lot of Hunter Jordan stuff. And, and there's a lot of guys out there that are real good that are, you know, their chance is coming. And will be a yeah. lot of a lot of people's favorite artists within the next, you know, five years. Right. Hayden reminds me a lot of Al Dean. It's kind of yeah. got that like vibe. And he totally just moved to town and like took over Nashville. It's incredible. Yeah. I think that's why me and him write so well together, just because he's got that Jason Aldean ish, you know, style. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the style that I, you know, I I grew up on. So I think me and him do well because our styles just kind of mesh well together. Right. You said that you're digging Morgan Wallen right at the moment. So what's yeah. your favorite song off of Morgan's double album? I'd say I'd say my favorite one is Silverado for Sale as far as like favorite song. But I constantly replay Wasted on You just because songwriting wise, I just love that song. And then he's got a lot of mix of like modern country in there because it starts off as like a normal country song and then it hits the chorus with those hip hop beats. Mm-hmm. And and I just love that that he threw that in there. Um, so I'm really I really like that song for right now. Yeah. If you were gonna cover a Morgan song, would it be those or would it be a different one that you think like fits you better? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's I mean, let's see. I mean that one like Waste on You is good. Sand in My Boots is a good one to cover just because the singing on it like his his voice the vocal on it's really good so i'd say probably like sand in my boots or something like that would be a good one to cover just because the vocals on it has a lot of range it would be a good one to cover yeah that one's my favorite i love that one yeah yeah that's a good one so what was it like growing up so close to nashville like so it's definitely it's definitely changed you know when you're growing up in nashville you're not really and especially when you're not too much into country music at a Mm -hmm. young young age um you don't really realize that that's what you're living in and that you're so close and that you kind of take it for granted. Cause and a lot of people around here do, um, you know, if you want to see a country act, you know, you're not going to really go see the really uh, new and up and coming guys. You're going to go see, well, that's okay. Cause you know, Garth Brooks is going to be playing 20 minutes away from your house right? <laughs> um, at all times. So, and, and, you know, it's just a lot of people take it for granted cause you get a lot of people that come in and, uh, you know, a lot of out of town people. And if it's just in your backyard, you're like, ah, oh, well, I can do that at any time. I don't really need to need to do that. So um, I would say, you know, back then I didn't really care too much about being living that close, but now I'm really thankful for it just because 
I've got family um, close to here that I, that I that I live around, and I'm also close to the Nashville scene. It's it's a lot different than a lot of guys um, that move from Georgia or move from Mississippi or just move from out of state and have no family. I've been very fortunate to have my family already here. What's your favorite bar to go to in Nashville? Well, I'll start it off by saying I stay as far away from Broadway as I can. And I think anybody, <laughs> I think anybody that lives here would I would say the same thing. Um, you know, I really, I really enjoy. I mean, Red Door is always a is, is the classic in yes. the night at Red Door. Um, <laughs> but I would say, you know, I really, I've enjoyed Live Oak. They they put on some killer rounds there right now, so I enjoy going to all those. And and Tin Roof, you know, they do revival and all that kind of stuff. So I would say it's a tie between Live Oak and Tin Roof right now. What's one thing you wish you would have known? when you started this whole music journey? You know, I think I take it back to, you know, taking the whole Nashville thing for granted. And I'll tell any, anybody this that wants any advice on songwriting is you have to immerse yourself in the culture. Go to writer's rounds, go to networking at Red Door, go to um, just go to like any, any kind of music events that you can go to to meet people and listen to new music and get yourself out of the, you know, your, your little bubble do that. Um, I wish I would have known that a little earlier and, and not wait until after college um, to, to immerse myself in the country music culture, basically. Right. You know, with everything being shut down, then we were like craving it. So yeah, I right. think a lot Absolutely. of people were realizing it, you know, now they're like, yeah, once the COVID restrictions and all that lifted, it was just a wave of people coming back uh, right. trying to get back into this networking thing. I mean, Clubhouse kind of helped for a little while, mm-hmm. um, but that God, as soon as as much as that flared up and went, you know, that was like the huge thing. It also died just as quick. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was only a thing for like two months, but that kind of helped with everybody. But as soon as it all opened, that I mean, everybody went rushing back. And so right now, yeah, the whole networking thing is really good if you go downtown. Yeah, for now. yeah, yeah. For now. <laughs> yeah. So you recently released Too Far yeah. Gone. Mm-hmm. So how has that been for you? Um, you know, uh, I regret that I haven't really got to push it as much as I'd like to. Um, but it was, you know, as far as a first release and just I really wanted to kind of just put some music out there to show people what, you know, my sound would be and um, just put music out there for people to kind of see who I was. Um, I think it's gone pretty good. Um, and it was nice that that song, you know, that song came out two weeks after better off did. So I had a lot of stuff coming out, you know, two things coming out at the same time. Um, And, you know, from with better off gave me a lot of, um, a lot of traction with too uh, too far gone and got me some streams and stuff and got me some notice, but I've been pretty happy with, with too far gone. And I'll definitely be releasing a couple of singles next year too. um, And and having some other stuff I've wrote on uh, be released next year, but I've really enjoyed, you know, the process of coming out with my first single. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Who'd you write that one with? Uh, Too Far Gone? Yeah. I wrote that one with Alan Richardson, Hayden Kaufman, and Drake Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I write with them. I definitely write with them a lot. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when you all sat down to write Too Far Gone, who uh, came like to the table with that idea? So I had that one. Uh, I had just gone through like a breakup thing and and I had a you know idea melody kind of thing in my head for the chorus and I didn't have any lyrics much to it 
um, until the day of the ride, I came up with a little something and, and took it into the ride and said, what do y'all think of this? And we just kind of rolled with it and, and it turned out, you know, it turned out pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do you think is to come for you for the next six months or so? I, you know, I'm hoping for a lot of things. You know, I've, I've, I've got a manager now, Jordan Elliott, uh, who's been really great and helped me get in rooms. She's, um, Meg Patrick's manager. That's her big client. Um, you know, I'm hoping to have a lot of pitch meetings as far as with publishers, um, for her to help me out with. I want to, you know, I want to play in as many writers rounds as I possibly can. So, you know, hopefully within the next six months, I start to really keep gaining traction, possibly do, do some publishing meetings and, and, things like that and just keep networking. That's kind of my goal right now. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to force anything. I'm, I'm still young. I'm 23. So I don't want to push anything, but, uh, you know, I do expect, you know, 22, 22 to be, to start being a pretty big, big year for me. Yeah. Well, I hope so. That's exciting. Yeah. Have you played any rounds so far? Like I said, I, I started the whole co-writing thing in August and I gave myself to time, uh, some time to build up a good catalog Mm-hmm. And then I would say, I think I started doing rounds in January. Um, and I, you know, I've just been doing them all year as much as I can, uh, as much as work allows me to. So do you think moving forward that you're going to kind of stay more towards like the songwriter side? I definitely ha- am completely open to the whole artist and artist thing. I think right now where I'm at, um, I'm really enjoying the writer side and, and all that. And I think I would really you know, once I start getting some, you know, some good rights under my belt, maybe, you know, have be, maybe going towards the artist thing. I think, but where I'm at right now, I'm really enjoying the whole writer side, but I, I definitely think sometime in the future, um, I would really enjoy the whole artist thing. I love asking people that. Cause you never know. Everybody's got like a different opinion and yeah. it's just different for everybody. So I love it. Well, when people listen to this interview and they want to find all your music, where can they do that? How can they find you online? So with, you know, with all music streaming, you can look up Ethan Eskew. Um, and if you don't know how to spell Eskew, it's the word rescue without the R is what I tell everybody. <laughs> so, so you can find me, everything's on Ethan Eskew. All my social medias are Ethan Eskew. I think my only non-Ethan Eskew uh, social media is TikTok. I think it's Ethan Eskew music, but either way, it would still be Ethan Eskew. So yeah, y'all can definitely find me anywhere. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm, I'm all over the place. Are you making TikToks? Have you made one that like has blown up yet? Gosh, I need to do better with the whole, t- my TikTok game is weak right now. Um, I need to do way better, but no, I really haven't. I think the most views I've ever got on one is like 1700. Like it's like, it's not much at all, but I, I don't, I only post one like every three weeks. So I need to get way better at my TikTok game. <laughs> People probably forget about you by the time you post the next one. I know I'm going to have to start. I need to get, I need to get one of those big ring lights, you know, and, and do it upright. Yes. <laughs> do, the, do all the good content videos. Yes. I feel like people don't realize how much like time and effort really go oh, into it's, uh, it's the insane. videos. Yeah. It's insane. You, and, and just content alone, just Instagram, yes. Twitter, because that's what's, you know, that's what gets you, gets you going, especially if you're independent these days Yes, is, absolutely. Is, is social media. And if you're not, if you're not posting stuff every other day, I mean, you're going to be behind basically. Yeah. Yeah. Social media for anybody that's doing like independent stuff, like that's a a whole nother career. Like, yeah, it is. That's a lot of work. Well, Ethan, it has been a pleasure to have you on. I 
absolutely love the single that's out right now. Um, I, I love Better Off as well. It's very good. Hayden's great. I, I really do see a lot of potential for you. I think that you are a great songwriter. So thank you so much for hopping on here. Well, thank you, Lindsay. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, hopefully, you know, in the near future, I'll get to hop on and do another one. Thanks for listening to Back Porch Sipping with Lindsay. Subscribe now to stay up to date and hear new episodes first. Be sure to like and follow us at Back Porch Sippin' P.O.D.